From Port Orchard, Washington, this is the Story Night Podcast. Each month we gather in a bar in the coolest Navy town in America and we tell stories. You're about to hear one of them. My name is Stephen Gardner and I'm the host of the storytelling event, which coincidentally is also known as Story Night. For those of you scoring at home, this is episode number 134. This week's story comes once again from Scott Park. I say once again because he's been on the podcast quite a bit. He's been on our stage a lot. He told the story in May 2018. The theme that night was remembering. Here's Scott. Well, I had a lot of different stories to tell, um, and I finally figured, oh, I know which one I'm going to talk about and tell about. And I don't believe in coincidences. Janae, my daughter's name is Janae. My last name is Park. And what I'm going to tell is the story has a little bit about memory and stuff. Anyway, um, one of the other stories was September 11th. That's when I met my wife of 42 years, September 11th. And then uh, that's also the day that my mother and my father got married was September 11th. So September 11th was a pretty good day. So I had a story about that I could have shared. But I'm going to tell a story that happened literally 23 years old, 23 years ago tomorrow. My daughter, Alexia, she's my youngest. She's our baby. She turns 23 tomorrow. And she's pregnant with her first baby, which is kind of cool. So we're going to have a little granddaughter. Um, the little alien actually has a name now. It's Jeanette. And so it's kind of fun. So we're looking forward to that. And more memories being created in the Park family. However, um, that little bundle of love, Alexia, was kind of rough coming into this world. And it was really hard on my wife, Diane. In fact, uh, the last four months of her pregnancy, she was on bed rest because we wanted that baby to stick around a little while. And she was going into labor quite often before that. Some in this room come, kind of remember that. Um, and then the doctor said, okay, baby is due. You can get up and walk around now. Four weeks later... <laughs> Lexi is now ready to come. She's four weeks uh, overdue. Actually, three weeks overdue. But, and so Lexi is finally ready to come. And this is, it would be literally 23 years ago tonight. Diane says, um, hey, I think I'm going into labor. Now, mind you, the doctor had already set up the next day to go in and put her on the drip and induce labor. Because, you know, three weeks is long enough. Well, Diane went into labor that night. And uh, next morning we got up and uh, out of bed and kind of talked a little bit, enjoyed each other's company. We got Janae, my oldest daughter, up because she wanted to be there when her little sister was going to be born. Mind you, she was 16 at the time, so there was kind of a big difference between uh, age group there. So Janae gets up, and she's all excited, running around the house. She's getting the bag here. She's getting all this stuff. She's doing the things that dad normally does. She's doing that, and, so she's, and she's nervous. She's saying, oh, Mom, are you okay? It was kind of fun watching that from my point of view, seeing that happen. Well, we go in, and, of course, Diane goes into labor. And there was a lot of pain, a lot of fun things that were exchanged. The look on Janae's face when that baby was crowning, hearing her mom go, get this baby out of here! Um, you know, those type of things. Um, and so... Janae and I have some really crystal clean, cool memories that we can share. And we shared them with Diane and had a lot of fun. Then, seven years ago, on the 13th of May, 
I'm over working at my shop, and I get this phone call from Harrison Hospital saying they're taking my wife over to Harborview. Uh, what for? Well, HIPAA, they can't tell me what for. Of course, my wife did call me, and she did say, hey, listen, they, they were doing an MRI because she was having some pain on one, of her, on one side of her body, and they found out that her brain was bleeding. And so they did rush her over there, and, of course, Dad said, well, I'm following you. Mom says, no, it's Jen Lexi's birthday. You're going to take care of Lexi's birthday. Of course, she told me where the watermelon was, the balloons, and all the other stuff that the car is. Um, as if I'm not going to be following her to the hospital. I guess I shouldn't be telling the story anymore. The mic went out. <laughs> That's all right. I can project. That's not a problem. So anyway, I um, call my oldest daughter, Janae, and say, Janae, you got it. You're in charge. You make Lexi's birthday happen. And, of course, Janae took the bull by the horn, and she made it happen. It was awesome. Lots of good memories about that. So then, next thing we know... Diane has her surgery. And during this surgery, they remove part of the brain. Diane now has no memory of little Lexi being born. She couldn't remember. She has no memory of the fun things that led up to that. And she has no memory of holding Lexi, nursing Lexi. We had pictures, though, of what happened. And so that Christmas, her first Christmas, all of us made our own stories about Lexi being born. And they became Diane's memory for quite a few years, actually. Well, recently, some of those synapses are starting to fire a little bit, and now Diane's getting her own memory. So some of the memories that I kind of made up, <laughs> and how wonderful I was, you know, um, <clears throat> they're not... It, not true anymore. <laughs> so sometimes um, our perceptions um, become our own reality, and some of our memories do become a little bit skewed based on our own insight and perceptions. However, as Janae said, it's very important to write these stories down. How do we not have these stories about Lexi, all of us, written down? We would not have been able to help Diane remember and experience the birth of her little baby. And so that's important. Thank you, Scott, for your story. When I was 13 years old, I got on what we then called a motocross bike and was riding on a motocross track. And I fell and landed on my head. I wasn't knocked out necessarily, but I was continuing to talk and not really with it. The last memory I have before the incident is being picked up by my mother as I was walking home from school. And the first memory after the incident, I was in a hospital bed. Every other memory I have of that day comes from the stories everyone else told me about what happened. And with some of the memories, I have a clear picture. But having learned what I have about the brain and about how even people not influenced by head injury can form false memories, I'm left to wonder what images are correct and which ones are just imagined out of the stories. If I ever find out, I'll let you know. Story Night events are a partnership between Story Night and the Kitsap Regional Library. We have our events the first Thursday of every month at the Cloverleaf Sports Bar and Grill in Bremerton. Our next story night is April 2nd, and the theme that night is Heroes. The Story Night podcast is available in all the apps. And StoryNight.org has a calendar that has the dates for our events through the rest of the year and other storytelling events you might like to attend. 
On Facebook and on Twitter, our handle is Story Night Wa. Wa means Washington. Here's a snippet of what you'll hear next week. So I found an office, went in, want to go, I want to go to Damascus. Is it okay? I don't have a visa, and I'm going to need to wait at the border. And the fellow behind the desk is like, no problem. Mafi Mushkila. And I'm like, you know what? I know he just wants my money. I thank you all for listening. We look forward to hearing your story.